This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. Tonight, family, I'm asking the question, have American men been defeated? Now, there's a few things that actually sparked this question. I was really kind of seeking the Lord about what to talk about tonight. And there were some things that came across my radar and and a few things I can point to. But I'm going to open it up with this experience and then I'm going to really point to what actually led me into this question. So I had the privilege of attending the 40th anniversary of Concerned Black Men Washington DC chapter which is an organization for which I mentored probably for the better part of 5 years between 2013 and 2018. And so they were having a reunion and uh it was nice to get together with folks to be quite honest with you most of the men in the room were probably about 70 years old on average. Right. These guys, they were in the program in the 90s. As a matter of fact, I they had a, some pictures scrolling across the uh, presentation and I actually saw a picture of myself when I was in elementary school because I had done a few things with this program. And I was kind of I kind of knew that, but I wasn't sure because it was so long ago. <laughs> Y'all know I'm old. But um, but yeah, I saw myself in the picture. So these guys have been around for a long time. And when they had the organization going, I mean, it was like I say that the, 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 the prime of the organization was probably in the 90s, maybe early 2000s, um, but definitely like the 80s, 90s. They had upwards of 90 men in a room from around the city trying to make change in the community. And by the time I got into the organization, to be honest with you, what it felt like, it felt like when you watch your favorite TV show and your favorite TV show has some amazing seasons like the beginning and the middle. And then there's like some ending seasons that you didn't like as much. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt in the organization. I was kind of at the twilight of the organization. Most of the guys that were there with me didn't really attend. We didn't have the same camaraderie that those older guys had when they were in the organization and they were like brothers, you know what I mean? They were legitimately friends. And so I was speaking to my coworker about this and she asked the question, what happened? What happened between when this organization was thriving and then when it got to you and after you where it just kind of dissolved, like what's really going on? And I started to think about that question because I did speak to an older guy there, a guy who's probably like in his late 50s, early 60s. And he made a point to me. He said, I don't really see an organization like this thriving and being successful like it was when we did it or like when these guys did it. I don't really see that happening. And he said when he was growing up, or just coming up, when I say growing up, I mean like as a as a, a young man and even to into manhood. He said the idea was that if you were a guy, it was expected that you're supposed to do something in your community. And of course, this is like talking about 
African most of these this is a concern black men DC is a black organization. <laughs> but it was just this this understood thing. This is the way he explained it that you're supposed to do something and if you didn't do anything, you weren't really apologetic as Paul would say. And so basically I I heard what he said and I realized that we don't really have that sentiment. You know what I mean? Somebody can individually get motivated to give back or you know, maybe somebody might say I just t- tend to my own family, but there's not this sense of um collective community, right? And one thing I've been noticing just in the culture, right? The, the, so that's what kind of hit it close to home because close to home we see the remnants of the emasculation of men, the the erasure of the male presence in these communities. Uh, the kids in these inner cities are crazy. You know, in D.C., we had so many teenage homicides. Violent crime period is almost double in D.C. this year in some areas. Homicides are up. Uh, Grand Theft Auto is up. B- robberies are up. Burglaries are up. Basically, any every metric is just up. And then we've got teens doing it. So we had an incident that happened recently. There was a 13-year-old boy. He was tr- he was trying to carjack a guy in, I guess you could say, yeah, downtown D.C. He was in Penn Quarter. But the problem is him and another young guy tried to do this. But the problem is he was pump faking. Okay, pump faking means you pretending like you have a gun, but you really don't have a gun right and so this dude is uh this young this little teenage kid is pump faking but the guy he tried to carjack was a grown man and he was he was an off-duty uh service agent and he shot and killed that boy and so that's that's becoming commonplace in the dc area we had the same thing happen maybe like six months ago a 12 year old kid uh, pulled up in the car, got out that car, tried to break into another car. The, the 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 owner of that car shot and killed him. And so when we look at um, the children, when we look at even the women, because the Bible is clear, it says that the woman is the glory of the man. So I heard Pastor Gary Price say this. He said, if you want to understand anything about anybody's Uh, culture or civilization, the first thing you can do is look at the women because the women are going to be a reflection of the men. And as much as we can have gender wars and, you know, we can complain and Brother Greg can complain about the women of today because the devil has put a battery in their back with these agendas and whatnot. The fact of the matter is it all really will boil down to the men. The Bible is very clear. It says, don't give your strength to women. And I believe that this is a part of the weakening in our American culture. When we indulge in these agendas and these sexual revolutions and stuff like this, what it did was it produced a weakening in the men. It produced a handing over of the strength from the men to the women, primarily by means of sexual agenda. And so if you really study men, if you study someone like a boxer, A true professional boxer, he's not going to have any type of intimacy with a woman when he's headed into a big fight because he knows that's going to take the fight out of him. Now, after the fight, you know what I mean, all hands on deck. But before that fight, he understands, man, if I get engaged in this type of 
activity is going to take the strength out of me. I even had Brother Marcus tell me one time about there was a country. I forget which country it was. I almost want to say Israel or something like that. I can't. I don't want to say the wrong country. But basically, he was uh, telling me that what they did to weaken that society is that they started bombarding them with pornography. They started bombarding the men with all of these sexual images and giving them access to things so that they can be weaker when it's time for battle. Because the thing is, if a, if a man has too many amenities, if he feels like he has too much to lose, or let me say this way, more to lose than what he has to gain, it's going to take the fight out of him. I don't think it's in the men of this generation to just raise their hand and just want to fight for this country. As a matter of fact, there's a trend going on right now about Bin Laden. You got a lot of these Gen Zers and these TikTokers that are reading his manifesto. I think it's called A Letter to America, and they're siding with Bin Laden. And so what that what that really is, it's a it's a rejection and a rebellion of the fathers. When there's a nation, when there's when there's a, a, a generation that hates their nation, what that really is, is rebellion against their fathers for whatever reason. And so what I've been noticing in the culture today is that there have been a lot of emasculation rituals that have been going on. Um, humiliation, emasculation rituals that have been presented where, to be quite honest, as a man, it really does feel like the devil is just kind of taunting something in your face. And so the other thing that kicked this off is I saw a headline that uh, GQ magazine has announced their winners or their finalists for man of the year. Right. OK. Man of the year. And the person on the cover of the magazine of Man of the Year is not Denzel Washington, is not Idris Elba, is not Tom Cruise, is not Elon Musk, is not Bill Gates, is not Joe Biden, is none other than Kim Kardashian. And she is one of the people that was listed as the 2023 Men of the Year. Okay, it was her and I think a couple other people, some rappers or something like that. And so this is where we are. This is why I'm asking the question, have American men been defeated? You guys can weigh in if you want. I'll put the uh, number on the screen there, 202-738-1686. If anyone wants to call in, let me queue up Skype just in case somebody surprised the mess out of me and actually does call in. <laughs> but um, But this is where we are where there's so much confusion in the land that we can have a magazine which says that Kim Kardashian is the man of the year. Not only is she the man of the year, but she's on the cover. And so this article, which is by Us Weekly, we don't even have to go through all of it, but it says Kim Kardashian is the man, according to GQ. And so you see her there. She's in her prominent position of rulership she's uh riding the beast okay and it says the 43 year old reality star graced the cover of the magazine's 2023 men of the year issue which also honors jacob l or d i don't be knowing these new celebrities travis scott 
Buffalo Bills player Damar Hamlin, and more. Hi, quote, hi, I am the GQ man of the year, end quote, Kardashian wrote via Instagram on Tuesday, November 14th, alongside photos of her cover shoot. And so effectively, this is a slap in the face <laughs> uh, to all men. I'm not saying you need to be offended. I don't necessarily get offended by stuff like this. But what this is, is the enemy works through imagery. He works through imagery. It's a spiritual battle. We don't we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, even though this is a carnal magazine. Um, but what this is, is a symbol of where we are. I heard somebody say, maybe it's Confucius. I'm going to mess this up completely. But he has a quote that says something to the effect of um, the, the real language of the world is through symbols. Okay. <laughs> That's nowhere near exactly what he said. Let me see if I can find a real quote. Um, Confucius quote on symbols. I think it was Confucius. It might not have been him. Um, okay. Signs and symbols rule the world, not words or nor laws. Okay, and that's what Confucius says. Signs and symbols rule the world, not words nor laws. I don't necessarily agree with that because <laughs> I do believe in the word of God. Um, I also believe in the laws of God. Uh, I believe they're spiritual laws, but I do believe that signs and symbols play a role. And so when we see um, this situation here with Kim Kardashian on the, on the front of the magazine as the man of the year, what does that say about all the other men? in America, right? If she's the headline, if she's on the cover of the magazine, what is the message that's trying to be conveyed? Now, we know that the message is confusion. That's That goes without saying, right? The confusion is there. But we've got all of these different type of, uh, what this is is an emasculation tactic by putting her on the magazine. Another one I've seen recently this week, this is just, these are just some of many but I'm talking about this tonight because there have been this onslaught. And the question I have is, at some point, and I mean, I don't, I'm not inciting violence at all, but at some point, uh, you're going to poke the bear so much that you're either going to find out that the bear is a bear or you're going to find out that the bear is dead. Now, if the American men have truly been defeated and you keep poking this bear, you're going to find out that the bear is dead. But if there's any type of fight or any type of spirit left in the American man, right, then it, it's going to come to something. I mean, these cities are crazy. The taxes are outrageous. The men back in the old times had a, a battle over tea, a tea tax. And you look at your paycheck now, they're taking everything out of your paycheck for for and spending it on dumb stuff, spending it on wars for other countries to fight while there are issues going on here. See, it's it's nothing wrong with being benevolent. You know what I mean? It's good to be benevolent. But you shouldn't be being benevolent if you don't even have your own house in order. 
and there's so much going on over here and you look at these bills that are passing tens and hundreds of millions maybe even billions probably billions actually of uh, dollars going to these foreign countries while we're already in trillions of dollars in debt <laughs> it's insane i'm laughing because some so you say sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying um but yeah so you're going to poke that bear and then you're going to find out whether that bear is a bear or if that bear is dead or i mean if you keep poking it maybe you find out it's a care bear <laughs> maybe it's not a grizzly bear maybe it's a care bear i don't know but let's look at uh one other uh a couple of other things that i saw this week marlon wayans He's going the way of Dwayne Wade. He's the next man, specifically black man, who is endorsing the gender identity of his quote-unquote trans son. Now, what that actually means is that there's a biological female that believes that she is a male. So it says Marlon Wayne's trans son support getting high marks from lgbtq groups this is by tmz right and uh effectively i just want to pull the quotes out of this that's the way i even read articles sometimes sometimes i just go straight to the quotes because they usually just be talking about about a bunch of dumb stuff so this is a quote from the National Center for Transgender Equality, tells TMZ. We celebrate Marlon Wayne supporting his trans son and showing parents everywhere that acceptance is possible, even when it's hard. Let your child know that you love and support them no matter what. It's amazing for Marlon to model that for other parents out there who may not understand it yet. Quote, unquote, who may not understand it yet. What does that mean? That means that eventually it's going to come to a point where they want everybody indoctrinated. You don't understand it right now, Christian, follower of Christ, whatever you want to call yourself. But it's just because you don't understand it yet. And we'll keep placing these images in front of your face until you do understand it or until we coerce you into understanding it. In other words, 1984. Two plus two no longer equals four. It now equals five. And so I'm looking for the quote that Marlon says specifically. They keep quoting all of these people that are supporting Marlon, but um, I wanted to see if they showed exactly what he said. Uh, I'll just read the front article. Well, we get the idea. We get the idea. I'm not sure if I even want to play this video. Uh, let's give it a shot. I'm going to take a risk. And then Skittles, or Rainbow Child, is about my, my daughter. I have a daughter that transitioned into a son. Um, my, my, my daughter, Amai, is now Kai. Truthful. And so I, yeah. Truthful. And so I talk about the transition. Mm -hmm. Not her transition, their transition. Okay, my man's struggling a little bit even getting through this. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, let me be clear. I'm not saying at all he shouldn't love his uh, child. He should love his child. Um, he should encourage and support his child to do constructive things and to operate in truth. 
but you shouldn't be encouraging a lie. But let's continue. My transition as a parent going from ignorance and denial. Okay, uh, sorry, I keep pausing this, <laughs> but we really need to break this down. Um, <clears throat> he's calling this ignorance and denial. Him, him, I guess maybe he's saying initially that's the way he was approaching this in ignorance and denial because he hadn't been indoctrinated yet. You know, I don't know how, how old Marlon Wayans is. Let's call him, let's call him 48. You know, he's maybe 48 years old. He may, he's maybe 51, 50. Okay, let's just round him off to 50. Marlon, for the first 49 years of your life, I know you thought you knew what a man and a woman was, but you were sadly mistaken. You just had not been indoctrinated yet. You just you were just ignorant, right? You see, there's more to learn as we progress on this journey of understanding reality and understanding humans and understanding gender fluidity and equality and uh, uh, this spectrum that we have everybody on. There's just more, and you were just a product of your ignorant generation. I'm going to back this up a little bit. Transition. But my transition as a parent going from ignorance and denial to complete unconditional love and gotcha, acceptance. Gotcha, gotcha. And I think there's a lot of parents out there that need to have that message. And I know I'm dealing with it. It was a very painful situation for me. Mm -hmm. But, man, it's one of the best, funniest hours mm -hmm. I, I probably could ever imagine. Okay. <clears throat> It's a lot I want to take take away from that, but the main thing that I heard him say right there, and this is that that is the sign of a man who has been defeated. Now, if he becomes born again, and he becomes made new in Christ, the Bible says the righteous are bold as a lion. He can't be bold because he's not righteous. See, there's something about life period where you know if you're right about something, you can be bold. Now, there's a lot of liars out there who will be wrong and also be bold, you know, because they want to uh, call a bluff. But in the grand scheme of things, we understand that there is a God who is in charge of everything. He reigns on the just and the unjust. And we know deep down within ourselves, if I'm right, even if I take an L, even if I even if they knock me off this earth, I know that I'm going to go down righteously because I'm right about this. And so this is a man who's unrighteous. And because he's unrighteous, you notice the word he said. He said, I had a child that was transitioning. And so now I had, I as the parent had to transition, right? He says he had to transition. And see, this is the, this is what it is. They're not going to just allow you uh, to just be yourself. The ultimate goal is that they want you to also transition, not necessarily in your uh, in who you are. You don't have to change your gender necessarily, but you do have to change your thinking to go along with their thinking. And effectively, someone like Marlon Wayans, him accepting this, he has really changed his gender, but he's done it spiritually because now he's what the Bible calls an, uh, 
an effeminate man, right? An effeminate man is not necessarily somebody that is what we would call gay. It's not necessarily someone that is, uh, you know, flamboyant, but it simply means a person who is out of position, a person who does not conduct themselves as a man. And so him as a, as a biological man, Marlon Wayans, he knows in his common sense as my man, I don't know if I'm going to call my man. I ain't going to lie, it's kind of my man. As my man R. Kelly would say, use your common sense, okay? He knows this. He knows for the first 49 years of his 50-year life, right? I see how old this man is, so I, so I don't got to keep calling him 50. <laughs> um, Marlon Wayne's is 51 years old. I was close. For the first 50 years of his life, he just he was just ignorant. He was just ignorant. That's all it is. So the question becomes, when are the rest of the men going to come on board? Because if you notice what he said, he said, this is important for me to do because I'm going to influence all the other parents who might be dealing with the same thing. In other words, the expectation is that everybody transitions. And so that's the second ritual. The first was the Kim Kardashian Man of the Year. Then we got Marlon Wayans going on. The other thing we got going on, not that he's some sort of model man, but you got Diddy coming out. Diddy uh, going through this uh, lawsuit with Cassie. Last I heard, they settled it. It was not a criminal lawsuit. It was a civil lawsuit about all of these things that he has um, allegedly put her through, right, in terms of um, having her sleep with other men and him watching, him basically being controlling and domineering. So what this is is, is an echo of the Me Too movement. It shows that that movement is still alive and well. Even after the Diddy incident, the other thing that we got going on, and this one has been going on for a while, uh, is the uh hold on i, I look like i gotta reconnect <clears throat> but uh hopefully y'all can still hear me the other thing we got going on it's been going on for a while is the will smith situation so with the will smith situation <laughs> uh i i can't repeat it almost any of this but basically some guy that was supposed to be will smith's best friend or someone that worked with Will Smith a lot in the past, he went on a show, I believe it was the Tasha K show, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said that uh, Will Smith is, I guess, bisexual, I'm supposing, and he saw him and another actor named Dwayne Martin engaging in, uh, how does the Bible say it? Um, I'll say it this way. Things that even the Gentiles can't even mention. <laughs> Things that even the Gentiles can't even say. <laughs> There's another word I'm looking for. I can't think. Of. Oh, oh, men doing that, which men doing that with men, which is unseemly. I think that's the way they call it in uh, Romans chapter one. Uh, they were doing that. OK, they were doing that. Ac according to this guy, I don't know if it's true or not. But the point I'm making is that 
this whole season that that we're in culturally and this started a long time ago way back in the toxic masculinity uh age way back in the me too way back even before that it's been going on for a long time that's what it is romans puts it this way it says uh let's just read this a little bit throw a little scripture up in here now this is is paul is writing this letter so he says wherefore in other words therefore god also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to do what to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of god now notice that change that's a transition anytime there's change there's transition so it says who changed the truth of god into a lie someone like marlon waynes he knows the truth but because he wants to show this what he calls unconditional love he's going to change the truth of god into a lie the bible says and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever amen now what's the result of this the Bible puts it this way in verse 26. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. In other words, the women are not engaging in activities the way that God created it. They change the natural use. Okay. And what does that look like? It says, burn in their lust one toward another. Men, okay, let me let me back up. I got to reread that because it's talking about the men here in verse 27. It says, oh, no, 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 wait, we hadn't got to 27 yet. So that was the women, they changed the natural use into that which is against nature. Then verse 27 says, and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman okay that means that the natural use of the woman is referring to the biological design and arrangement between male and female genitalia that god created for the purpose of reproduction so it says and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burn in their lust one toward another and this is the phrase i was trying to think of men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of the of their error which was meat in other words fit if i had to uh translate that what is basically saying is men begin to engage with men and they got the consequences of what comes with that which is meat, in other words, which is deserving, which is fitting for that. And even as they, let me scroll down a little bit. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. You see that we have to retain God in our knowledge. The spirit of this age, right? When you breathe it in too much, the spirit of this age has a way of when you take it in, you become intoxicated. You, you become 
um, consumed sometimes. You become jaded. Uh, you become desensitized, right, to what's actually going on. And so the scripture says, uh, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, we've got to keep God in our knowledge. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Okay, what is a reprobate mind? A reprobate mind is a debased mind. A reprobate mind is a mind where the conscience has been eroded so much that it's become demoralized. It's become debased. And it says that because they made a decision not to retain God, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do what? To do those things which are not convenient. This is literally talking about the convenience of intercourse between a man and a woman. God designed it to be convenient. But you notice any of this other stuff that's going on, and I don't know what what they got out here now. <laughs> I don't want to know. But let's just say it's not convenient. If you got to add a bunch of equipment and a bunch of a bunch of toys and a bunch of equipment and uh, uh, concoctions, right? It's not convenient. But the way God designed it is convenient. But he says, you know what? Uh, yeah, if that's what you want, then yeah, yeah, go ahead and do that. And so it says in verse 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, makes you think of a malignant tumor, whisperers, oh wow, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. You got people out here inventing evil things. What can I come up with next? Okay, I'm a fornicate. We didn't did it. We did it all over the house. Now we gotta go out in public. Now we got. Now we gotta go out in, uh, you know, in the theme park. Now we gotta the backseat of the car. Now we gotta skydive and do it when we jumped out the plane. Now you know all this other stuff. Inventors of evil. The Bible says, disobedient to parents. This is where we are. And if you notice, this starts off with the erosion of the woman and the man, the erosion of people. And these are the results of it. Verse 31 says, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, Lord have mercy, they that which commit such things are worthy of death. Mm. Not only do the same, so not only do they do it, but have pleasure in them that do them. It's insane. It's insane. <clears throat> it's insane. And so 
have American men been defeated? You guys weigh in the comments. I want to check the comments, see what you guys are talking about. Answer that question for me. I'm curious to know what you think. God bless everybody joining in. Praise God. Um, I might have missed a few comments because I had to refresh and it took away. It took away some of the comments. But uh, God bless you, Sister Marsha. She says, that's my father's age. She's talking about when I was referring to the 70-year-olds that were in the organization. Yeah, guys around my age, it was probably only three of us there. You know, one guy hadn't even participated. He was there to network with a, with, a, with another guy. But um, she says, Marsha says, I watched the emasculation of men happen generationally, but it started with the infiltration of drugs in the community. Wow. It started with the infiltration of drugs in the community. Y'all let me know if y'all can see the stream okay, because on my end it keeps giving me a warning that the stream is uh lower than expected and it keeps like moving slow. Yeah, the drugs had a major impact. The drugs, you know, a lot of people talk about the crack era and the crack era was significant. But we're in a we're in another drug era right now because the kids today, they don't really smoke crack like that, but they do pop pills like it's crack. They smoke weed. You know what I mean? Not to say weed is as dangerous as crack, but don't get it mistaken. Weed can be dangerous as well. But they pop, they're popping pills, opioids, those deaths. It's like another crack era. Marsha says, that picture speaks volumes. Looks like she just got finished devouring a man. Hence the popular 80s song by Hall and Oates called Man Eater. I don't even know if I heard that song, sister. I'm about to check that out. But you're absolutely right. Uh, going back to that picture, you know, Kim Kardashian is man. You know what? You you made a great point because <laughs> I'm looking at it again. That's what it looks like. Now, she got some Cheetos in here. I don't know whether that's a product endorsement or what. Um, There's probably a lot of symbolism in here that we can't even fully uh, digest right now because so much of this stuff is done um, symbolically. But, yeah, she's got this uh, men's dress shirt on, a tie. Uh, I don't know what them Cheetos mean, but I know they're not by accident. And, th yeah, you're absolutely right. It looks like she just got done devouring a man. Looks like she just got out of the shower or something with this type of hair. You know what I mean? It's, 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 a, it's something going on with this picture. I can't really call it one-eye symbolism, but you kind of got a little bit of this... Uh, hair going into the eye type thing i'm not gonna reach though we'll we'll let it we'll let it be what it is this stuff is so wicked we don't need to we don't need to uh add no cap or nothing to it but yeah that's 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 a great observation sister vest says it feels like a cloak okay maybe she's saying i feel like a cloak of deception fell on us in the 60s with women live movement suffocating us into this crazy reality i agree our generation is the fruit of it. The thing about all seeds is that uh, you're not going to see the fruit the next day you plant the seed. This, the seed has to be put in the ground. 
It has to be fertilized. It has to germinate. It has to have sunlight. It has to have water. It has to come up. It has to grow. It has to get strong. It has to go through, uh, what do they call that, uh, photosynthesis. <laughs> I paid a little bit of attention at school. And then finally you get the fruit. Uh, our generation is the fruit of that 60s generation. That was a very rebellious generation. I'm not saying that everything that they rebelled against was necessarily bad. But they were just a generation like, I'm not rocking like that. And you know what's wild about it is, uh, I mentioned earlier how the the younger generation, the TikTokers, they were kind of like, they, they seem to be very anti-American. You know, they... They, it's like if America is generally for it, they're generally against it. The Israel-Palestine thing, you know, uh, it's almost like they sympathize with the devil. You know, not saying that Palestinians are necessarily the devil. I'm not even going to get into that. But the point is, it goes back to that rebellion against the fathers. They always have something negative that they want to say about America. And you might say, oh, that's just kids. Well, the thing about it is there was a dictator. I'm trying to remember who said this. This is another quote that we're going to have to look up. But there was a particular dictator who said something to the effect of, if you give me one generation. Let me see. Let's see if we can find it. Okay. So this quote was by Lenin. Okay. And he said, Vladimir, I'm not going even going to try his middle name. Vladimir Lenin said, give me just one generation of youth and I'll transform the whole world. Looks like he said a few other quotes here. I haven't seen these ones before. He said another one. Give me four years to teach the children and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. Destroy the family, you destroy the country. The way to crush the bourgeoisie is to grind them between the millstones of taxation and inflation. This, I didn't even know them two other quotes before I before I uh, went to that. But this that sounds like what we going through right at this particular moment. That sounds like what we going through right at this particular moment. Destroy, I'm going to read that one again. Destroy the family, you destroy the country. The way to crush the bourgeoisie is to grind them between the millstones of taxation and inflation. And who was Lenin? Okay. We're not going to get too deep into this because uh, this ain't about this right now. <laughs> uh, but he was a dictator. So it says, was the cry of Lenin? Khrushchev, Castro, and Hitler and other dictators just before they destroyed their country and used indoctrination with propaganda on the children to turn their parents and neighbors. The Bible says it this way, Woe unto my people, for women and children rule over you. Let's see if we can find that, because I know y'all might not believe me. I believe it's in Isaiah chapter 4 or something like that. I could be wrong. 
Isaiah chapter 3, verse 12. Listen to this. Let's read it in this version. Woe unto the wicked, disaster is upon them, for they will be repaid with what their hands have done. Youths oppress my people, and women rule over them. O my people, your guides mislead you. They turn you from your paths. I like the way the King James Version says it. Says, as for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O my people, they which lead thee cause thee to err, and destroy the way of thy paths. You look at somebody like a Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans is letting the whims of his child rule over him. He's letting the feelings, the whimsical breeze of the spirit of his age, his child, they might stay like that. They might change their mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's letting a child dictate him as a man. He says, no, I will conform to you, my child. I need to transition. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm the jerk. I am unloving if I don't accept you in your delusion, right? So that's where it is. Going back to this one dude, because I want to hammer in this point about uh, the children and how this TikTok generation, even though it's online, and there's a big debate about if online is even real life, you know what I mean? Um, this is what's being taught in public schools and universities this is what they're learning they're learning to sympathize with these type of people a lot of them are marxists the leaders of blm patrice color said verbatim that she is a trained marxist and that's who they're they're following they're following these communists and socialists so he says the key to the future of our country huh, let me back it up Okay, <clears throat> let's pick up right here. It says, used indoctrination with propaganda on the children to turn their parents and neighbors. The key to the future of our country is its children. For it does not matter what we accomplish in eight years to fix America. One more socialist graduate America will elect socialists. According to the National Review 2017, 40% of the population wants America to be socialist. For the purpose of definition, remember that the goal of all isms, i.e. progressivism, globalism, socialism, fascism, collectivism, is communism, whereby the state, in other words, government, control every aspect of human life. So... In order for that to happen, you got to defeat the men. And when the devil puts Kim Kardashian on the cover of GQ magazine, that's him basically uh, flexing to say all of the men are defeated because the best man is Kim Kardashian. So we that are spiritual, what do we do? Um, 
Following Christ is literally our only hope. Y'all have heard me say a cup for a f- for several weeks now. I feel like we're in the save yourselves from this untoward generation. In other words, crooked and perverse generation. Another way to put that, we're in the season of as for me and my house. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That has to be the cry of a man today because the onslaught and you know it make you think of Gideon's army it got chopped down to 300 you know makes you think of uh, uh David and Goliath the onslaught is the, the magnitude is so heavy that it's like you gotta first and foremost protect your wife and your children and if you have the bandwidth to go out then yes, go out and try to impact the society, the community. It's probably going to have to be grassroots because if we try to do this uh, mainstream, we don't have those type of resources. See, we, we can't fight the devil on his own terms. We, we need home court advantage. The only home court advantage that spiritual people have is the kingdom of God. It's a spiritual battle. That's where we have an advantage. The prophet says to his assistant, says to the Lord about his assistant, Lord, open up his eyes that he may see. Carnally, they were losing that battle. But spiritually, God had God had a, a, a wild card in his deck that could only be seen through spiritual eyes. So all that means is that we as believers, we've got to be about our father's business. It means that we've got to be on our, on our job. It means that we got to be focused. It means we got to spread this gospel. It means we got to, as men, somebody ain't going to like this. You got to run your household. Prayerfully, you already have a woman who's on board with Christ. Um, You know, but, it ain't no telling what, you know, you can have the kids. The Bible says that uh, the people you live with will be your your foes. They of your own household. Christ said, what did you think I came to bring peace? No, I came to bring a sword to separate mothers and, 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 and daughters and fathers and stepchildren and, and all these people in the household, not because he wants to see a lot of war but because Christ is who stands for something. The word of God, the Bible says that it is settled in heaven. It's not going to change. It's settled in the earth. And, and because the spirit of this age is trying to change it. That's what makes Christ divisive. That you got these people over here that believe whatever they believe and these people that believe the word of God and they can't coexist. They cannot coexist. Let me get back to the comments because I actually am curious to see um, what y'all think about the actual question tonight. God bless everybody joining in. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Christ warrior says, did you see Usher in a dress? It was right after he was picked to perform in the Super Bowl. 
You know what? I did see Usher in a dress. I think I might have talked about it when it first happened two or three weeks ago. It's probably the last solid talk I did. Yeah. If you want to pay, you got to play. Or if you want to if you, if you play, you got to pay. And, um, yeah, Usher's definitely with that. Colored his hair. Drake, you know what I'm saying? Drake, uh, matter of fact, I think it wasn't the last one I did. It was the one before that. It was something like, what? why are the men turning into women? And Drake was on there with barrettes in his head. And Usher had a skirt on. And somebody else was in there acting saucy. Marsha says, this is a this is spiritual castration on the male gender. Yes, Jezebel always kept eunuchs around her. This is a sign that Jezebel is at work with the spirits of perversion and the Antichrist. Absolutely. Yeah, this Kim Kardashian thing, especially this Jada Pinkett thing. That is like the poster child Ahab Jezebel coalition that they've got going on. She has emasculated this man practically nonstop. And now that somebody else has come out against Will, Jada and Will, they're saying we are going to, I guess they're going to sue this person or, you know, they don't, they're not signing off on it. They're denying it. And it's like, okay, but the reason why people even feel like they can do that is because Jada, you've been spending the last two years doing that. So if everybody else see you disrespecting Will, why would anybody else respect Will? But yeah, that's that's done intentional. That's why I call it a humiliation ritual. Yeah, God bless you, uh, Sister Dear. She said this is disrupting the family dynamics. Yeah, absolutely. God bless you, brother Xavier. Yeah, that's in Romans, right? Glenn says, why should a woman be man of the year? This is an agenda from Satan to have it more acceptable for the ABC community. Conquer and divide everything God loves and has established is the agenda. Absolutely. The kingdom of God is our only hope. It's our only hope. It's your only hope for a peace of mind. It's your only hope. You know, the Bible says, uh, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. You know what I mean? So if we if we keep our mind on Christ and have a blessed hope of salvation, then it's cool. You know, it's just the world being world. You know, they, they used to have a baseball expression, Manny being Manny. Then they had Kobe being Kobe. It's just world being world. That's what the world does. The question is, what is our response? How do we handle this? What do we need to do to make sure that this does not encroach into the church? We need to ensure that the agendas of the world don't have more influence in the church than the church has against the world. The church should be impacting and influencing the world, not to change the world, but to rescue souls out of the world. But unfortunately, sometimes it seems like the culture has more influence in the church. You know? Um, there are churches that get on board with this stuff. I don't think there are churches of Christ, to be honest with you, but um, they call themselves churches. So, I mean, they profess Christ. I think I saw a video of uh, that Sister Sharon made 
and she said she had a conversation with the lady who was a part of a, I forget the, the acronym she used, but basically an affirming church. And this affirming church, which, by the way, this is another sign of the emasculation of men because men are supposed to preserve things and protect things. But this affirming church basically accepts anything and everybody and just says Jesus loves you. Does Jesus love you? Yes, he loves you. <laughs> but he doesn't accept everything and everybody. But you got so-called churches that are doing this. Yvette says, that's how I felt being a kid in the 60s, rebelling against those who were calling themselves American, but learning how we were being indoctrinated with false facts. These kids are feeling, again, like they are being bamboozled, calling America great. You know what uh, the youth has? The youth has energy. <laughs> the youth got some daggone energy. They got zeal. And they have hope. And they're not necessarily set in their ways. And they're malleable. Somebody like, see, and this is why I get on somebody like Marlon Wayans, because at 50, 50, 51 years old, nobody should be changing your opinion on this type of stuff. Now, I don't even want to use the word opinion. Nobody should be influencing you to come into agreement with these lies. But, you know, even at my age, I'm setting my ways. I believe what I believe. I believe, I ain't got my Bible in front of me, but I believe the word of God, okay? And you can't convince me just because it's popular or because it's trendy or because of self-preservation, anything that I don't already know. But the youth, if you let the kids be in charge, if you can get a hold of their minds, use their energy, you know, there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible. Now, this is talking about it in a positive way, but I want us to think about this in a different way how the how the devil see see the devil's mission statement he says i will be as the most high he wants to be like the most high and so look at what god says he says in verse 12 i'm in uh first john Chapter 2, verse 12. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. And then he says, I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the father. I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I've written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. He goes on to say, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now, that's God's model, and that's a flawless model. But I want you to think about the enemy. <clears throat> he also knows the youth are strong. Those that are not followers of Christ, he also knows that he is their father. 
You know, Satan is the father of lies. Okay, everybody, contrary to the, f the phrase that sounds nice, everybody is not a child of God. Everybody is a creation of God, but everybody's not a child of God. You have to become born again to actually be a child of God. Now, you got a lot of people, okay, um, who will say otherwise, but Jesus called the Pharisees verbatim. He said, you are of your father, the devil. <laughs> he was the father of lies. So if Jesus calls somebody verbatim children of the devil, how can everybody be a child of God? Everybody can be a child of God if they choose, except the son of perdition. But, you know, <laughs> we not all God's children. You know, you got to be born again to, to, to be that. But I say that to say, um, the devil tries to get the next generation and the fathers are supposed to be the, the security to prevent that. Marcia says, I just started researching urban slang definitions for cheese puff. And some of them are quite disturbing referring to Kim Kardashian eating a cheese puff and holding the bag. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I would have to look that definition up. I'm not sure. what I know the cheese puff means something. I just don't know what it means right now. God bless you, Brother Randall. He says, how does this reflect on Kanye West and his transition? You know what, Brother Randall? I'm not sure what's going on with Kanye West. You know, I never fully signed off on Kanye West. My position on him and his, and his faith journey has always been to wait and see. And as we wait and see, he's divorced Kim Kardashian. You know, they probably were, if he was a believer, they probably were going to be unequally yoked anyway. I'm not sure that that actually gives him grounds to divorce her. <laughs> now I guess he's married to this other chick named Bianca Sensori or something like that. And he's been kind of walking around and parading her around and, um, I don't know what to make of Kanye. I don't know where he is in his mind, in his walk. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not sure that he has transitioned because I don't really hear much from Kanye anymore. I feel like they low-key muted him, but they do seem to just take a lot of pictures of him everywhere he goes with his wife, his new wife. So I don't know anything about Kanye, but you can let me know your thoughts about that. And uh, if this Kim Kardashian thing says anything about that, in my opinion, he's kind of, you know, him and Kim Kardashian being divorced. Anything she does from this point forward is on her. I'm not sure what type of influence he has because they're divorced. You know, I'm not sure how much influence he had when they were together. <laughs> you know, he, he married this type of woman. You got it. Sometimes you got to get what you get. But that's that's something to think about. Definitely something to think about, man. Well, I think that's all the comments I see. Let me refresh just to make sure that I didn't miss any comments. But, yeah, that's the question I wanted to ask. Have American men been defeated? 
or is there still some hope? You know, I'm an American, but I'm a believer first. So I know as a follower of Christ, I am not defeated. You know, we have the victory and I don't care how much gas, you know, it's the spirit of this age. The word spirit means breath. It reminds me of uh, if you ever seen, if you've ever saw the movie Batman, there was like this parade where at the end of the movie, I'm talking about the 19, was it 1989 Batman something? The good one, the one, my general, the best one with Jack Nicholson as the Joker and Michael Keaton as Batman. There was a, the, one of the final scenes was a parade where the Joker was pretending to be a man of the people. And he was giving out money. And I think I did a solid talk on this. He was giving out money. And in these balloons, everybody was like reaching for the money and grabbing for the money. But he had poisonous gas coming from the balloons. The Joker and his entourage had gas masks, so they were not affected by the balloon. I mean, by the, by the poison. But the people around, everybody who was just thirsty and all they could fix their eyes on was that money, they started dropping dead. And that's how it is. There's a poisonous gas that's being spread in the culture. And if we don't have the protection to not breathe it in, yeah, you're going to end up like Marlon Wayans. You're going to end up like Dwayne Wade. You're going to end up like Will Smith. These are all defeated men. They're, they're defeated unless they literally become born again at which part, at which time their old man would die. Um, but yeah, that old man, that that's a defeated man, <laughs> you know, sad to say. Um, but that's where we are. So listen, family, thank y'all for hanging out with me tonight. Y'all had some great comments and feedback. You know, if you got any other thoughts about this, just comment below. But listen, enjoy tonight's solid talk. Once again, no Bible study Thursday. It'll be Thanksgiving. Saturday, no solid talk. Um, so we'll probably pick back up the week following. Uh, with the Bible study, barring any unforeseen circumstances. But with that being said, that's all I have in this Solid Talk family. You all take care and be blessed. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid, I'm dropping knowledge. Wisdom understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object culture living godless i can't even call it we in the last days babylon is falling don't kill the messenger i can't mess with your points got a plethora this life will keep on testing you this walk and get the best of you i'm trying to tell you bruh only around the shell we say we're trying to get the rest speaking of you. out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect 
Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages The blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases I pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check And from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Try and keep my sanity amongst calamity Social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity PC culture on a mission and they try to cancel me But I know Jesus gonna keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty, no I can't handle me Not where I wanna be, but best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit, main event and slambery So I need him every day, this daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron, so I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here, but guaranteed the link in heaven The born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in